Welcome to Live Fully Podcast. My name is Felix. My name is Alexander, co-founder of Etha Natural Botanicals. So is uh, Kratom legal? Is it a drug? So Kratom is mostly legal in the United States and across the world. Um, in general, what classifies something as a food, as a supplement, or as a drug is actually around how it's marketed. So not really the substance in itself, but really what people label it as and what they claim it can do. So Kratom is mostly unregulated in the United States and it's legally sold as a food product. So it's sold as Kratom, which is a leaf from a tree that is harvested, dried, and then sold as mostly kind of like an herbal tea type consumption method. And so from that standpoint, it's mostly legal because in 2016, the FDA created a misinformation campaign on Kratom where they were confused by a product that happened to have been spiked or adulterated with O-desmotramadol and was responsible for killing six people in Finland. And so the issue is that the FDA went after Kratom thinking that that was the cause when Kratom by itself has not been confirmed or associated with mortality or other serious adverse effects by itself. Okay. And uh, you say it's mostly legal, so is it banned anywhere? Yeah, so there are six states that in 2016 uh, bought into that misinformation and it was a very quick overreaction. And so at the time, the, the FDA was trying to do what was called an emergency scheduling, meaning they did not go through their normal review process. They did not look at the history of use. They did not look at the current research. They did not look at the current consumption and actually look at what's going on with it. They just wanted to ban it outright without doing the actual work they're supposed to to investigate what the compound is, is there a potential for abuse, is it harmful to answer all those questions. They just skipped over all of that and tried to put a ban in place. Fortunately, there are millions of Americans that consume Kratom on a daily basis. Like myself, I use it for back pain. Degenerated disc in my lower back causes some pretty severe pain, and Kratom is just a miracle for that pain relief for me. And there is a consumer nonprofit advocacy group called the American Kratom Association, and they are the ones that petitioned the government for uh, Freedom of Information Act to look at all the information that the FDA had about Kratom. They were the ones that found out that it was really this adulterated product that was causing issues, not Kratom in itself. And so what now the American Kratom Association is doing is they are going more on an offensive legislation path where they are implementing what is called the Kratom Consumer Protection Act. So there are actually seven states that have passed the KCPA and what the Kratom Consumer Protection Act implements is a set of kind of common sense regulation where it puts uh, age restrictions kind of keeping Kratom away from minors just kind of normal you know if if you want to use anything, talk to your parents first. That's just kind of a common common with most products and should be across the board. 
Um, there's also basic labeling requirements. So Kratom can be sold as Kratom, but needs to be labeled and identified and quantified how much of the active ingredient, at least with metragenine, is in Kratom, because it can be very variable as far as how much potency comes from the product. It's a natural leaf that grows on a tree, and so it can be anywhere from 0% effective up to about one and a half to almost 2% active ingredient, which is still a very low amount. But for me, if I have a you know 1% metragenine kratom, then I will use about two and a half grams. If it's half a percent, well, then I'll use about five grams. Mm -hmm. And that gives me the same consistent results. And so, so that type of proper labeling is really what the American Kratom Association is trying to implement through legislation and requirements. Got it. And so in addition to those seven states that have currently passed it, the AKA is on track to pass the KCPA in about 30 states next year. Wow. And most importantly, or just as importantly, they are also filing a federal Kratom Consumer Protection Act. And so this is a very similar, but now at a federal level. And it's actually being sponsored by Wisconsin, who was one of those original states that put a ban on Kratom because they quickly bought into that misinformation from the FDA and incorrectly banned Kratom. Since they've had now time to actually review the information, review the science, the research, and see how people are actually utilizing Kratom, Mark Pocan decided to sponsor the, the federal Kratom Consumer Protection Act. So that's where we are in this, is that there was some misinformation from years ago that kind of created a stigma around Kratom, and there were some states that implemented a ban kind of incorrectly just because they didn't have information. But since that time, since uh, the AKA has had the ability to educate our legislators, educate our municipalities, and actually get the true science out there, these states and these legislators are supporting a uh, protection of Kratom for consumers. Ah, I see. And if uh, people want more information about Kratom, uh, where can they go? Get that information. Yeah, so there's there's two great websites, and they're both uh, part of the American Kratom Association. So AmericanKratom.org is the AKA's main website, and that has m the most comprehensive information across the board. They've also launched a second website that's a little bit easier and kind of more to the point about answering questions about Kratom specifically, which is called KratomAnswers.org. And so really what the AKA is looking to do now is to get as much grassroots support as possible. So if you have a story about Kratom and you're willing to call up or email your legislators, contact them and tell them your story. Tell them you know, why you started using Kratom, what it's done for you, and, and some of those sides. Maybe even your concerns, everything. Just tell them your story. That's the biggest thing we can do. So, I mean, legislators do listen to their constituents. I mean, it's, it's a hard job they have where they're trying to ingest all these different bills. I mean, lobbyists kind of put information in front of them. They're trying to juggle all sorts of complicated issues. But if you call them up, like I, I called up two of my uh, representatives over the last two days and called them up and I talked to one of their aides or one of their interns. Told, I told them my story that I have a degenerating disc in my lower back. I started using Kratom because it really helps with my back pain. 
It takes my pain from like a nine or a 10 where I can't do anything, I don't wanna to go to work, I don't wanna exercise, I don't wanna be around people. So it takes it from that nine, 10 down to a two or a three where now the pain kind of melts away in the background. I get back to my normal life. I am happy again. I can interact with friends, family, go to work, do everything I wanna do. And, and so from that side, Kratom is a miracle and that I have had you know challenges getting quality Kratom sometimes. And so I understand the need and requirement to regulate it, which is a common sense approach. And so then I asked them to support the Federal Kratom Consumer Protection Act and hopefully ask them that they will co-sponsor it. Mm -hmm. Additionally, I kind of opened myself up saying that, you know, I'm happy to provide more information, kind of tell my story or tell just what I've learned about it. And I've found that, yes, legislators are very receptive when you reach out to them. And sometimes it does take, I mean, it depends on what I'm looking to do. So I've done everything from just telling them my story and kind of leave a message with their aide or their intern. But I've also gone so far as to get a personal one-on-one -on -one meeting with them to make sure that they know how important it is to me. And that does sometimes take a little more uh, diligence on kind of following up and working on their schedules because legislators, representatives are very busy. They're generally you know, doing their civic duty as well as trying to maintain their house and family and kind of business. And so working through that schedule, I have been able to get meetings and they're very receptive to understanding and listening to their constituents. Right, that's really important to talk to them. Okay, and uh, once again, w the websites that you were talking about for the information for questions, answers? So AmericanKratom.org and kratomanswers.org. Great. All right. Well, thank you very much. And um, don't forget to uh, leave your comments and questions at Live Fully Podcast on Facebook. Uh, you can also find us at Etha Naturals on Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe to our Live Fully with Etha Naturals Botanical Podcast. Thank you, everyone.